Namaste. We are with Gautam Ji today for a special podcast on the pandemic uh, in India. Uh, Gautam, thank you for your time. I hope you are safe and sound in these very uncertain times. Thank you, Nick. It's uh, my privilege to come back on this uh, channel after a very long gap. And yes, uh, we are safe, safe and sound by God's grace. And I hope everything is good at your end too. Yes, by Baba's grace, all is well, but it's uh, all very, very disheartening to see how uh, the current situation, it's heartbreaking really to see how the current yes. circumstances are country-wide. It's an understatement actually, what you've just mentioned. It's, it's truly heartbreaking. It's like the dance of Kali is going on. So Gautam, I wanted to speak with you about a few aspects of this, uh, you know, acceptance, grief, uh, processing, you know, just to sort of, I mean, for many people, the carpet under their feet is just blown away. I mean, you know, before you can even grieve for what is going on, five or ten more things are coming up at the same time. So, uh, I don't even know how to ask you this, but if you can just speak a little bit about this current situation and... Uh, give listeners a bit of guidance on, you know, how to stay afloat? Well, uh, Nick, you see, these are extremely challenging and testing times, as we all know. And uh, specifically in India, we have been taken by surprise because we thought we were out of it, you see. Even though we saw different parts of the world going into the second wave in a very lethal way, we did not take cognizance of this fact and we had a sense of perhaps you could say ignorance or overconfidence, one doesn't know. But either way, whatever happens is God's will. That is the first dictum, you see. If something is meant to happen, it will happen. Then we may analyze it, we may criticize, uh, you know, departments, governments, etc, etc. That is all uh, afterwards. If something is destined to happen, it will happen. Yes. And that is why Ramana Maharshi's famous words, which all his followers know, which were, what is destined to happen will happen. Try as you may to prevent it. And what is not destined to happen will not happen try as you may to make it happen. So the best course is to keep silent. You see, he was referring to the silence of the mind. Now, I would like to add here, what can we do in such a situation? That is the focal point which the teaching brings us to. As individuals in our capacity, what can we contribute? Some of us are inclined to help others. We are made that way. We reach out, you see. Mm. That is something we can do. Wherever there is so much assistance and help which is required now in various centers, we can offer that help. If not physically, we can offer it monetarily. The point is, as my spiritual teacher would say, what can we do in our individual capacity? 
that is what we are concerned with so i would like to stress this point because it's it's a favorite pastime to just sit back and keep criticizing the system the healthcare system the government response and i'm not saying they are not responsible but besides that what are we doing if we are a brotherhood let's take your channel's brotherhood brothers and sisters of this beautiful group you have created are they helping each other are they reaching out that is what is seva you see that is what it is about one could even reach out in terms of a prayer even that is a form of reaching out yes so there are various ways we can implement the teaching in this crisis situation and this is where we truly have to follow baba's words of shraddha and saburi we have got whacked the second time literally you see nisardatta maharaj had said a mistake is not a mistake unless repeated many mistakes have been repeated as we have seen we have not learned our lessons and the universe is going to provide us opportunity after opportunity to wake up this is a call to wake up it's a very hard lesson nick but it is the truth hmm in a situation like this gotham it's it reminds me of eckhart's words that acceptance of the unacceptable is the opening to experiencing the presence and peace of god yes and literally gotham this is that uh, situation for many brothers and sisters in different parts of the country that uh, it is actually being faced with that uh, collectively that to accept the unacceptable really so could you speak on these two aspects specifically if someone has lost a loved one or is suffering um how do they grieve and accept surrender and move on you see nick this is precisely the point this accept the unacceptable means be at peace with it knowing that it had to happen as we just started this conversation with that you see what happens is our thinking mind goes into overdrive in such crisis situations and we build stories upon stories upon stories if this had not happened that would have not happened if that would have not happened i would not have done that you see now if we just accept what is this dialogue of the thinking mind dissolves and then we are there with our grief it is not that the grief will go away but we are having pure grief in the moment so if we are grieving for someone for example the grief is for the loss of that love for the loss of that person we are with it we are totally with that grief without building this story around it and uh, this is a very important a point and quotation you raised of eckhart's because this deep acceptance is what makes the difference between pure grief 
and grief that is stretched in the duration of time into mourning and going on and on and on and not letting go yes you see this is a very important point the sage also grieves the sage is not made of marble and will not react if the sage loses a loved one to covid let's say grief will arise but because the sage has this acceptance of the unacceptable the sage will be experiencing pure grief in the moment so it is also very important i have in fact in the last week or so saw some beautiful messages by some of india's leading spiritual personalities where this is precisely what they are telling their disciples that focus on what you can do in the situation for others rather than getting wrapped up in the fear psychosis that is another aspect nick i'd like to cover yes there's so much fear that there's an unnecessary demand for oxygen by people who don't need it and i am not saying this watching television i have spoken to three friends who are doctors it is this fear you see because now for the first time at least in this generation one could say one has seen this kind of death on such a large scale we were not exposed to this before but the fear component has become so disproportionate in a sense that people with just a slight cough thinking it might really take a tailspin are going and taking oxygen which could have been made available for those who really need it this is what the doctors have mentioned to me now you see this is also understandable because the ego is fear based it thinks of its survival what will happen to me i am seeing all of this going all around i'm watching all these images on tv so the me becomes very afraid nick mm. very fearful and that fear makes it act unreasonably that is what tends to happen in these situations and then look at what is happening there's total chaos and those who really need assistance are not getting it let's not forget this is not a first world country india is still a third world country large parts of india are poverty stricken so the healthcare systems are just not equipped so we have a lot of issues here but i am sure that what takes us through these challenges is grounding in a spiritual master and his teaching and that is what i would like to say to the devotees of sai baba it tests the devotion of the disciple it tests the sincerity of the disciple and how much the disciple is truly practicing the teachings this is this is it this is the main thing so truly to hold on to this rock this rock which is man's spiritual font which one derives solace from this is very important to take us through the ocean of existence as it is said in the sai satcharita hmm baba would often say 
in the charitra that uh, let the world go topsy turvy around exactly. you exactly those words and gotham fear and true faith are inversely proportional to each other so i know some intimate devotees of baba i will not name anyone who have also gone through a lot of difficulty during this period which is as close to life threatening but the difference is there was no fear or panic the situation was faced whatever has to be done is done but there is complete surrender and non attachment to any outcome it is not yes. based that oh baba you have to do this or you have to do that in fact there is gratitude that baba you are taking care the whole onus is on you whatever you wish so be it there is no outcome expectation and the situation is quite extreme uh, but still that i see is the difference between a truly surrendered devotee and someone who is fear based yes and you see that is why the american mystic joel goldsmith would say that you know we make demands on god baba give me this baba give me that as if he doesn't know <laughs> you know we think we know better <laughs> but what joel goldsmith says if god is all powerful all knowing all pervading which we both agree baba is because he represents the absolute is there a real need for the little me to ask baba for things i mean what level are we bringing down baba to exactly look at it that way fear is the biggest one of the biggest challenges so to speak to overcome and uh, the way to tackle that fear is not to fight it but to witness it even if fear arises witness the fear arising see the movement of fear how it is a conditioned movement the, it is the fear of survival the fear of the me all this after all as you just mentioned you know let the world go topsy turvy i think it continues with remain where you are there is a sentence like that which means witness witnessing witnessing creates detachment you see so uh just seeing what is happening without taking an active role in it in terms of involvement in all these thoughts so when fear thoughts arise let them arise acknowledge them as fear thoughts many of us are not even aware of that nick we are so consumed by fear based thoughts that our mind is perpetually doing cartwheels you know thinking after thinking after thinking it's quite uh, I mean I have received phone calls in this second wave of people who are deeply disturbed ending up going to therapists etc because the mind is going out of control and then you know they are being prescribed medication and it's becomes then an endless pit mm you know the fear is very real it is felt no doubt and you see whatever we are bombarded with on television is driven to fuel that fire of fear that news is sensational it's meant to be we keep watching it we keep hearing it and it keeps feeding that fire and that is why to be anchored in the spiritual teachings is quite essential in these times gotham hidden and during the first wave of covid 
you had done a very nice simple meditation on faith which has impacted many people i've received many emails and letters and many requesting that you continue the series on a series of such important aspects of the teaching yes and on a positive note amidst all of this i would like to share uh, a devotee's experience around that meditation and uh, you know she has been deeply impacted by the teachings mm-hmm. so about a few months ago during the second wave her father was diagnosed with uh, cancer and uh, i noticed that you know during the diagnosis and the beginning of treatment this devotee experienced no fear there was no questioning there was a complete acceptance of the situation and in fact gratitude that help has come forward and whatever the situation be the karmic unfoldment of it mm-hmm. baba is helping but there was no expectation that the, the father has to be all right and the treatment continues mm-hmm. but the internal state of this devotee i mean amidst probably one of the most difficult situations with the pandemic going on this uh, diagnosis having to run to hospitals all sorts of i mean one of the worst circumstances and situations all coming at once but it was a shining example of how uh, the teaching has you know been rooted in this person because i did not sense any questioning any fear and in mysterious ways i could see that help is coming forward like you know the vaccination was for, uh, given out of turn so you know the grace yes descended but there was the stillness through which you know it could come through but if you know there's panic and fear even if help has to come forth we almost close those doors i mean here there is trust without any expectation and it was beautiful to see that that faith meditation has impacted so many people and i if people have not heard it i will leave a link in the description and i highly recommend in this time that uh, people may benefit by hearing that once again yes that's lovely to hear nick and sounds uh, that it's someone who has taken the teachings to heart and having said that you see of course the hope is there that your loved one should survive but that and even fear may arise because for example you don't know what your life is without that parent so one is fearful of the unknown even that may arise but yet one if one is carrying the teaching in the heart even that will be witnessed the fact that there is fear will be witnessed and that brings the peace and the hope will not stretch into an unrealistic expectation on the divine because that hope is a natural hope that yes i want my loved one to survive but it will not go into this domain of there's no other option i can't live without this person i will be doomed because the anchor of the guru is there you see yes that is already taken care of so natural human emotions may arise may not arise but there is no story built around them anymore that is the difference and that is life nick we have all seen ups and downs some of us have experienced death early in our lives you know and you may say 
that oh it's so sad you saw death so early but that makes one stronger so so there's no black and white here you know now many people are being exposed to death on such a large scale that it's shaken people up ne but for someone who has seen enough setbacks enough challenges health issues they are not that affected because they've already experienced this turmoil in their own lives now it is happening at a collective level mm. and you see it is also a time of change nick because when things happen at a collective level it is a possibility for a transformation for a leap in consciousness to give you an example meditation it is a known fact that group meditation impacts not only the group but those around the group a lot of experiments have been done on this even maharishi mahesh yogi was one of the pioneers on this and they had actually experimented in a town where the crime rate in the town came down so it is collective suffering it is also giving us the potential for shift in the collective consciousness and all these are lessons for humanity to learn from and to wake up to the point is how aware are we what steps will we take on a collective level on an individual level what will happen to our compassion for our fellow beings for ourselves all these factors now are exposed mm. and opportunities are provided you see one can really self reflect as to what is essential or who am i self inquiry in these times yes absolutely absolutely and you know what happens with the mind nick again now it gallops into the future and people say oh my god this is the second wave now what if there's a third wave and a fourth wave see the fear based mind is already i mean walking so many steps ahead but what about here and now this moment right now where you are standing now you know joel goldsmith used to quote from the bible and he would say the kingdom of god is within me and where i stand is on holy ground when i contemplate the presence of god means in this moment do i acknowledge the divine presence whether the formless presence or the presence in form of sai baba let's say do i acknowledge that as the authority or is my human mind running all over the place with my problems my issues my dramas my stories etc 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 mm so these are the testing times for the teaching and this is what i would like to conclude on that the more we remember the master's words the more we practice the teachings this is what will take us through this and finally the ultimate prayer is gratitude to god acknowledge all that we have been given thus far being grateful for that including all the relationships we have gratitude arises to the divine because now we see how precious all that truly is because it is being challenged now we see it so a prayer of gratitude arises yes
So with that, Gautam, I would like to thank you for this wonderful guidance and support uh, that you have offered all of us. And uh, I hope uh, by Baba's grace, uh, everyone can stay centered and as consciously, you know, see through this. And as you very rightly suggested, if the community can help one another, uh, this is an opportunity to come forward in various ways and help our brothers and sisters all across the world. So, Gautam, uh, take care and uh, thank you, thank you very much for your time as always. Take care and stay safe to everyone listening to this. May Baba's grace be with all of y'all. And even if you just think of Baba, the grace is already there. Thank you, Nick. Thank you.